0: Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Star. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy cutting, no slack, no. I ain't a best sport in no... Welcome into like- Lombardi's Legends podcast. I am Wags, and joining me as always is Dane. And unfortunately, tonight, not the podcast that we wanted to have. Uh breaking down the final uh, Packers game of the season. Saturday night against the 49ers so um, tonight uh, we are going to give our reactions and thoughts uh, a little bit from the game I uh, having had a couple of days to digest it now I think uh, most folks out there have certainly had to go through all the stages of uh, grief to deal with this one however um you know we're going to get into that, and, and then also uh, just some reactions from some of the uh, season-ending press conferences today, from coaches and players, and uh, perhaps a little look ahead to the season. So, um, Dane, how are you feeling tonight, man? What uh, what 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 are you thinking here, and uh, how have you been uh, coping? Uh, the last couple of days as uh, Packers' season's come to a close.
1: I'm incredibly disappointed. There's no other way to put it, right, man? Um, I I think that we thought that we had a chance to do something really inspired this year and uh, didn't come to fruition. Um, I'll tell you what, right on the outset, if you would have told me that the Packers' defense holds San Francisco offense to six points, I'll take that bet 10 out of 10 times that the Packers are going to win the game at Lambeau in that moment. So um, I'm pretty heartbroken. It's, and it feels different a little bit. And I'm curious how you feel about this. And Packer fans, those that are watching live, feel free to throw it in the comments as well how you're feeling because there feels like there's a bit of finality to this one, maybe more than some of the last. Last couple seasons, it's like, oh, we're going to get them again. We're going to get them again. And um, this year, we knew the cap situation that we're going to be running into this offseason. We're kind of running into a buzzsaw here. So, um, Wags, I'm I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken for uh, all the other fans out there that spent so much time and energy, uh, all of our listeners, of course. But Um, You know, a lot of the players, too. These guys work their backsides off and put a lot of effort in. And it's just so darn disappointing um, to see the season end this way. It seems like sometimes, Wags, when we have what could appear to be some of the best Packer teams, there seems to be a letdown in the playoffs. And it just I'm tired of it. It's 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 just no other way to put it. Heartbreaking to see this go down the way it's gone down. I love this team so much. I love Lafleur. I I think we're a resilient team, but right now it still hurts an awful lot. And I'm just really disappointed that here we are talking about what's next, because I was was hoping to be talking about next week. And here we are.
0: For sure. I think disappointment sums it up. And we know there's anger, there's depression, (laughs) there's, um, you know, some folks have, been lucky enough to get to acceptance, I guess, but uh, it's, it's difficult. Sometimes you might be going back and forth between all of those emotions, uh, depending on where you're at. Um, it, yeah, it is. It is disappointing for me, Dane. It's almost like the finale of it hasn't sunk in yet because it's not that I didn't think there was a chance the 49ers could win. We knew they were good enough to win, win the game. If things didn't go our way, It just felt like it was so sudden. I I really felt we were gearing up for a run, and this was just going to be the first of at least, hopefully, a few games here to make that run here this season. It it was all set up for us. Last year, we had the number one seed, Lambeau Field, NFC Championship game. Things didn't break our way. We made it through the season. Resilient team battled through all those injuries. We're getting guys back at just the right time. And it just felt like we're setting ourselves up and setting the table to make a run. And it it ended so suddenly that I, I just don't know if we all have come to grips with that. And, and that's, I think, the hardest pill to swallow. I, I'll be honest with you, Dane. Um Maybe. I'll change my mind depending on how this off season goes in the next few weeks. Um, And, and what I'm about to say will change, but honestly, 2014 was a bigger gut punch to me than this one was last year was tougher for me than this one was um, as, as you know, they all are hard. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, this one, now, you said, it feels like it's more of an end than a beginning. And we don't know what's going to happen. I'm not saying we know what's going to happen with, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about um the looking ahead to the off season, but it, it just, there seems like a finality to it that almost forces you to accept what's happening and, and just kind of move on. Um So I don't know if that captures uh, what what you're feeling at all or what, a, what other Packer fans might feeling at all. But, um, you know, it, it's we certainly had plenty of opportunities to win this game. So I know we're not going to give a full game breakdown, but uh, maybe we can give it in, get into that a little bit. Um, any any thoughts specifically about the game or was there a moment in the game that you felt like it was swinging away from us a little bit, even before that block punt in the fourth quarter?
1: It was well before the block time. I, and unfortunately, I, I looked at my wife, Andrea, partway through the third quarter wags. And I said, you know what? This is kind of feeling like that game, <laughs> you know, those playoff games that we've been through where uh, it, things weren't seeming to be clicking. One of the things that I had said about Rogers all year long or almost all season long was how well he was seeing the field. He seemed to have had a, uh, vantage point to be able to see everything going on in the field and in this game that was anything but the case uh going back and looking um we can see uh you know i think now almost famously on packers twitter and otherwise is how open alan lazard was on that final third down attempt that the packers had where he went to to adams instead um but not only that, uh, Josiah DaGuara was open on a, a number of plays throughout the game. It was almost like the 49ers were daring the Packers to um to do anything but go at Devontae Adams. And for whatever reason, uh Aaron really, really um keyed in on Devontae Adams, and the Niners did the one thing they wanted to do, which was take away Devontae, and it, it put the Packers at an absolute standstill. So um to answer your question, really the second half, it just didn't feel right. The Packers never got in a rhythm really offensively uh, much of the second half. I know Rogers was able to find Aaron Jones on that one play, which was, which was phenomenal. But um, outside of that, there just wasn't a lot of, um, a lot of movement offensively. And as the game wore on, and I said it offline, but it really reminded me of that, uh, that final Favre game. Uh, in the NFC championship game way back when against the Giants and Tom Coughlin, Aaron's body language, it just didn't look right to me. Um, So, um, you know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I'll tell you what I would have said that even if we would have won the game, he just didn't seem to have that kind of it, that pizzazz on the sideline. He had the jacket on over him. He was kind of just standing there. um, Just disappointing. I'm not going to put it on one guy right now, but we expected Aaron Rodgers to have a better game and I'm not saying anything that's That's high level here. People all understand what happened, but um, it just, it didn't seem like Aaron was able to see the field. Uh, I don't know if that, we credit entirely the 49ers. I don't know if Aaron was playing a little outside of the the offensive game plan, Um, but the more I've seen uh, snaps and plays over the last two days, I was ready to be really critical of the offensive coaching staff, but there were a lot of throws there that looked like there were open receivers in going back. And it's not just hindsight 2020, like there really were open opportunities and oftentimes it just didn't seem like Aaron was going to take uh what the defense was going to give him. He was going for bigger shot plays and it ended up really shooting the Packers in the foot.
0: Yeah, um it took you longer maybe or maybe not quite as long but um for me it was the block field goal before the half. And and actually the play before that um, with Rogers getting strip sacked by by Joey Bosa, um, fortunately, we were able to recover it and still had a chance. And then the next play is the block block field goal. But those two plays in succession really, really made me feel like things were were not lining up for us. Um, You know, in in some ways, we were fortunate that we had an opportunity at the end of the half to get any points, uh, given the 49ers were marching down the field in their own right. Um, and luckily Adrian Amos was able to make a great play, jump on a route, um, turn, get the turnover. And um, and then it's Aaron Jones makes, uh, you know, a, a nice read gets into the open field. Um, I know there are some folks that really felt he should have scored on that play. I, I'm not sure. Um, it's hard to see sometimes uh, with the pursuit. Uh, I, I will say uh, he should have got out of bounds, uh, but uh, would have saved a timeout. But uh, o- outside of that, um, you know, it, it was in a second half, it was a slugfest and we just didn't have that, um, uh, that game clinching drive. Uh, we could, we had the whole second half to do it. I uh, mean, we were unable to do it. I, I realize special teams deserves its own own blame uh, no doubt about that. Um, but I said on Twitter today, I jumped on and, and, uh, I think, uh, Zach Cruz, Packer beat writer, uh, made the comment that they hit the nail on the head. Um, the special teams lost us this game. The offense, uh, blew its opportunity to win us this game. And I think that's exactly the right take. And that's what I said. Um, it, it's one of those things where, we just got to go down and, and, and get three points at any time in the second half after we get that, that field goal to get to 10. And um, it, who knows? I, I mean, that black block punt could have still happened, I guess, technically. But I, I feel like if we've got a 10-point lead at any point in the second half, that game, for all intents and purposes, is over. Um, so uh, that's that's, I think, the disappointing thing for me. These guys played their hearts out on both sides of the ball. They did. Uh, The defense just – it makes me just sick to my stomach that they put up that much of a performance. Clearly, the elements had an impact on both teams' offenses, but that takes nothing away. Uh, This defense played their absolute hearts out. And uh, for us to not come away with a win – given what they they put out onto the field just just makes me just truly sick for for those guys. But I mean, the guys on the offensive side of the ball, too, um, you know, they feel as bad as anyone that they didn't get the job done, um, because that's what all they're going to be thinking about all offseason.
1: That's the thing is like you and I, and we all know how hard these guys were working. They didn't go out there going, we're going to go lay an egg today. You know, offensively, those guys were working their backsides off, trying to get things right there. Um, Defensively wags, uh, Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary. I mean, we could go down the list of some of these guys, but just remarkable performances. And I guess the silver lining, if we're looking for one is um it looks like the Packers have a lot of those pieces in place and a lot of those guys should be back next season. And we're gonna have an all-off season to be talking about who's coming back, who's going where, whatever. It's gonna be a a lot of tough choices with the cap problems the Packers are gonna be running into. But um, how fortunate are we that we know we've got Kenny Clark and Rashawn Gary and Jair Alexander and some of those guys back in Green Bay next year because we've got we've got a nucleus on the defensive side that can show and play ball. And I will say as well, um, how happy I am Joe Barry is the defensive coordinator for the Packers. Um, He's uh, I think proven that he was a good hire and it was right to make the decision to move on from coach Patton and bring in Joe Barry. So if we're looking for a silver lining right now, um, you got to win with strong defense in this league. It didn't happen uh, on Saturday night, but um, really proud of the effort of all of those guys. And then to your point, offensively they were trying to. So I don't want to make it sound like I didn't think so. We love these guys. It just it's just a gut punch right now. Uh, you don't expect the Packers to hold a team uh, offense to six points and then lose a playoff game on Lambo. You just don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just looking at some of the comments in the chat here. Thanks for some of the comments. Uh, Joey yeah, Gonzalez, uh, says, good evening, gentlemen. I think Aaron was trying to force it to Adams. Few play Lazard was wide open. Uh, but, uh, shrug emoji. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think couldn't agree more. You said that earlier as well, Dane. Um, and I, I saw that between Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard and Josiah DeGuara combined three targets. In uh, one reception, so uh, I'm not sure what exactly happened, but we were not multidimensional. We were too one-dimensional uh, in this game. Uh, that's Aaron hard Jones, to
1: swallow. Like, sorry yeah. to cut you off, but it's so hard to swallow with Aaron being so damn good at getting it across across the field all year long, finding all of these guys at ease. For that to happen in that moment, it's just like it's scratch. I'm, it's head scratching for me.
0: Yeah, and you could make the argument uh Devontae Adams, real solid game considering uh, how focused the defense was on him, and Aaron Jones had a phenomenal performance. I, I do want to highlight that, too. It wasn't just the long reception before the half. Uh, if anything, I would argue that uh, they should have been getting the ball to Aaron Jones more uh, on pass plays. Uh, there were a lot of opportunities that Aaron was holding on to the ball, and I don't know if the coaching staff didn't get Aaron Jones enough routes or opportunities in the flat. Or uh, if Aaron uh, Rodgers was, uh, I certainly know he wants to try to move the ball vertically down the field, but it felt like uh, every time Aaron Jones got the ball, we were gaining positive yards. And that was one of those situations. All we needed was to get a little bit of forward momentum get some, get a few first downs on a drive in the second half, take what the defense is giving us. Um, You know, that doesn't guarantee we're going to go down and score, but um, Aaron Jones had a phenomenal game and I kind of wish he would have got 25 touches uh, in this game because I think a few more would have been just what the doctor ordered. So um, yeah, uh, just looking at another comment here, this is more uh, self-congratulatory for us, John Stone. Thanks so much. For the informed commentary, I've really enjoyed your opinions, ex, uh, expectations, analysis, humor, and predictions. Look forward to hearing you next year. Well, John, thanks you so so much. Thank you. Appreciate thanks. you following yeah. along, man. And just for the record, uh, we're not going to be on the same schedule in the offseason. Uh, we need a little break, too. However, don't tune out until we're not going season. anywhere. <laughs> We've got some good content in the offseason. And by the way, I'm going to plug this now. Our 200th episode is coming up next episode. So we haven't set a date for that yet. We're trying to line up. I don't know if we'll get uh, any uh, special guests to join us, but um, just as a appreciation for all of you out there listening, whether you're listening live or on the podcast later, um, we're going to be doing some giveaways. Uh, So stay tuned to our social media. Um, And uh, if you join us on our live podcast on either our Facebook Instagram, or YouTube channels for that 200th episode. Uh, we've got some uh, Lombardi's Legends swag. Uh, Dane got some some cool can koozies. Um, I'm wearing our Lombardi's Legends Be Legendary uh, t-shirt. So we'll be giving some stuff away uh, in that next episode. So, um, Dane, any other just closing thoughts on this game? I mean, um, I, I think just to sum it up with this, I, I don't want to kill – the offense, and Aaron Rodgers. But the reality is we had the ball up seven in the fourth quarter at home with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Two or three first downs there may not end the game entirely by running out the clock, um, but it effectively would have ended that game. We got the ball back even after that that, uh, blocked punt. High game. Fourth quarter, four and a half minutes left, three and out again. Um, you know, so I think that's the biggest gut punch with this is from a legacy standpoint, Aaron Rodgers took a hit. There's no doubt about it. Um, and, and again, I don't I don't want to kill him, but he's had opportunities these last two seasons in our playoff losses to overcome some adversity, put us on his shoulders and carry us over the top. Um, he's had plenty of amazing moments in his career. Uh, I want to make that clear. Obviously, first ballot Hall of Famer. But I, I, I just wonder um, what has happened in the last two uh, postseasons that uh, he just couldn't quite put us over the top. And And it's not just him, but if you want to be one of the greatest players to ever play this game, sometimes you have to have a special moment where you carry your team. Um, and unfortunately he wasn't able to get it done in a couple of the recent seasons.
1: And that pains me so much. Aaron's my favorite player Never ever lace him up. I've loved to watch Aaron Rodgers. my, you know, his entire career. Um, it's been, it's been so fun uh, to see him out there and do everything he's done, but I think that what's so remarkable about it is, I mean, we're talking about a guy who in two very likely back to back MVP seasons, it's it's actually damaged him uh, come playoff time. And I I just I I can't recall that kind of um, juxtaposition ever before, like what we're seeing right here. And it's not that it happened once. It is that it happened twice because that Buccaneers game and the NFC Championship game. Jair Alexander gave the Packers a couple opportunities there with some Tom Brady interceptions to to get the ball and have the offense run downhill. And, and instead, what we saw, we saw a number of not only did not not getting points, but also three and outs. I think that the last three, you know, four or five chances there were three and outs where Rodgers takes sacks. And it's just, it's a really tough pill to swallow. And, and it creates a, um, a, a more, um, Difficult legacy, I think, for Aaron than I ever would have wanted to see as a diehard Packer fan, as a giant Aaron Rodgers fan. I, it makes me sick to think that there's a real chance this is the last time we ever see him in Green Bay. It's not how I ever would have imagined seeing him leave, uh, even four or five years ago. Um, you know, to think that this is where we're at right now is sickening. It, it really makes me sad. Uh, and and sick because, um, you know, I just love this team so much. And I feel like we, we had opportunities a number of times. And for whatever reason, we, we, and I do say collectively, we Packer organization just have not been able to seize those opportunities at the most important moments. And that's just something we're going to have to live with now.
0: Yeah. um, No doubt about it. It's uh, it's tough. Um, And that leads, I think, to our next discussion, um, which is where do we go from here?
1: should we talk about how great our sponsor is on this very sad podcast First swags? What do you think?
0: well, yeah, why don't we take a break? Let's talk about DraftKings sportsbook uh so official sports betting partner of the n f l uh it's a good time to stop and talk betting uh, it's a way to uh Soothe our losses here, so Dane, let's win how something, Wags. <laughs> Yeah, How did it go for your wife, Andrea, this past weekend? Uh, she's been uh, doing great with Daily Fantasy on DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: Yeah, not so great. Uh, she took a bunch of Packers. It didn't go too well, unfortunately, offensively uh, for, for Andrea. So uh, I think she's looking to rebound this coming week uh, in these NFC and AFC championship games. But tough week for the, for the Packers. A real tough week for Andrea voting on DraftKings Sportsbook. But I'll tell you what. I've been saying it. I've been preaching it. I love DraftKings Sportsbook. They've made betting so fun, so enjoyable. The games that are not Packer games, so much more fun when we're able to get a little skin in the game. Uh, All thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook using promo code TPPN. So Wags, what's the deal this week? Uh, What are they providing? Because I'll tell you what, all year long, they've been giving some of the best deals I could ever remember in app giving.
0: Yeah, for sure. So it was a great deal during the playoffs. If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use our promo code TPPN and you get 56 to 1 odds. On any NFL team, if you bet just $5 uh, and win, you can get $280 in free bets. Uh, That's promo code TPPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wage required, one per customer. Uh, restrictions apply. Uh, see draftkings.com slash book for details. Gambling problem call 1 800 gamblers. So, um, hey, Dane, before we get into the Aaron Rodgers discussion, yeah. I do want to just give uh, Joey Gonzalez uh, a quick shout out. Uh, he's Joey G on uh, Instagram, and uh, he and Young Trav have been so generous in uh, lending us their uh intro uh music or it's actually not their intro music our intro music uh green and gold uh and then uh check out uh their latest work as well so
1: uh thanks Joe A G for jumping on
0: awesome and, and, packer music yep. anybody
1: um, who wants to listen check it out it's really uh, cool.
0: appreciate that i just wanted to throw that in there so um dane uh we were talking Where do we go from here? Uh, It's, I think, going to be the prevailing discussion as we head into the offseason. Certainly in the uh, press conferences, uh, both after the game with Aaron as well as today with Coach LaFleur, they seem to be aligned that um, Aaron's going to go through his process, but uh, it seems like the communication. Is much better, so that's good. That does not mean that he's necessarily going to be back. Right. Um, but, um, the decision seems like it'll probably happen pretty quickly and then the team will move forward with uh, with whatever that is I I think they have a respectful professional relationship and uh, they're just gonna work together uh, with whatever they want to make happen so that's good or bad depending on how you may want this to go but um, I do think that uh, there could be a little less drama regardless of if there's change Uh, so that in my mind is a good thing but dane what is your initial gut telling you what's your what's your reaction and and where do you think the team and, and aaron Rodgers take this at, uh from here uh you at know, this point
1: wags it's a loaded question really because there's three options that we could see here aaron stays in green bay aaron gets traded aaron retires those are your three options, really, right? Unless I'm missing something. Um, where it gets hard, where it gets difficult here is um, it's so, and I can't believe I'm saying this about Aaron. It sort of feels like there's a logical chance for the Packers to kind of retool and and in doing so by, by trading Aaron Rodgers for assets at this stage uh, in the career, in his career. Um, Everything that Matt LaFleur has said today has been that we want Aaron back. We want Aaron back. We want Aaron back. If he said anything other than that, I would have been absolutely shocked. Um, So that being said, um, they're going to need to do some soul searching. I'm going to say something that I'm not sure. It's just a gut feeling. I actually don't think Aaron wants to go anywhere else. That's my, that's just my opinion. Um, The Packers, This is what he kind of knows. I'd be surprised if he wants to go somewhere else. I don't know why I think that. I think he wants to be in Green Bay um, for them to do that. And everything, by the way, is contingent on what they do with Aaron Rodgers. All the salary cap stuff, everything. Uh, If they want to do some salary wizard wizardry, it's all going to come down to like what they can do with Aaron's contract, right? There's a lot of that going on. Um, But Will the team in the short term be better with Aaron Rodgers not on the team? I, I don't think so. Like, no, absolutely not. But long term, could this be kind of the chance for the Packers to maybe get some assets and, and kind of move on and have a bit of a, a down year? But I think primarily keep the defense intact and then the salary cap woes really open up. In 2023, long long term, then you've gotten some assets back, and you're trying to retool and reload for 2023. Is that the best for the health of the organization? Me the talking right now, maybe it is, but it's really hard decision for me to make because I wouldn't want to Wags make this decision uh, out of emotion. And and short term, Aaron Rodgers is going to give the Packers, I think, the best chance to win. Um, but. It feels like there's a logical time right now for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers to maybe depart. And I think that that's where I'm leaning. Things are likely to go is we've probably seen Aaron's last game in Green Bay as a Packer. And I think that they're probably going to move on from him and Devontae Adams. Uh, They're going to try to double down on the defense strategically and then um, fill the holes where they can offensively. But I'm curious what your take is because there's so many different routes this could go right now.
0: Yeah. Um, well, if Aaron wants to retire, I mean, then that's that's it, that's it. right? But so removing that, not that certainly could happen. Yeah. I, I don't think it will. I don't. Uh, I, I just don't see that it could. Um, but just t- removing that from the equation, just for the sake of this discussion, the question that both the organization and Aaron Rodgers are going to have to really ask themselves are Are we better together or are we better moving on? And then if they both decide we're better together, okay, can we make this happen with the salary cap that we have? Or even if we're better together, are we not going to be able to pull this off in the short-term window? Or um, are they going to be able to work together together? To make some sacrifices, perhaps heading into next year, that will keep both the organization and Aaron Rodgers aligned. So uh, you could say, yeah, Aaron wants to stay in Green Bay, but I think both parties are going to look at it and say, okay, that's great. Right now, what does that look like? Uh, if if we're gonna do this. What what realistically is it going to look like? Where are we going to have to make some of those tough decisions? And while it won't be a rebuild, so Aaron says he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. I'm sorry, Aaron, as long as you're in Green Bay, there's not a rebuild it's happening. A rebuild. So right. uh, that doesn't mean we're going to get everybody back that we had on this year's team, though. So now you're going to have to make some tough decisions. What does that look like? And is that going to be enough for Aaron to say, Let's roll this back. Um, I want to stay in this organization. And then maybe after a little reset this year with Aaron still part of the equation, we'll still be able to have a little bit more room to maneuver next off season. Yes, so um, it still gives us a two to three year window if Aaron Rodgers returns. Uh, so don't get me wrong. If he's back, there's no rebuild. We may not be quite as good next year but then the question is when are we ever going to be in a better situation than we've been right. with Aaron Rodgers the last two seasons so, and I think that's definitely yeah. got to be part of the question for both parties as well um, so we can reopen that window we can hope everything we can you know retool make some adjustments make some painful sacrifices this offseason hopefully we can bring in have a strong draft have some internal improvement from young players. All those things can happen. Uh, but the reality is, is then you're just hoping to get back to where we've been the last two postseasons. And uh, I-, I like our chances anytime we're there. As painful of those losses have been, uh, I wouldn't want to, you know, uh, be in any other situation going into it I don't I, I don't enjoy going through the loss but going into those situations uh, <laughs> you got to feel pretty good about right. our chances to get to the Super Bowl so um, but it, it is it's tough because there's no guarantees. We've seen, we saw what injuries can do, and, and this team did an amazing job. Coaching staff did an amazing job. We're going to have some turnover in the coaching staff, too. Sure How are. is that going to factor into Aaron Rodgers' decision? Um, Coach Hackett uh, might be uh, getting a head coaching. <laughs> He's, He's getting, getting a job somewhere. Right? Yeah, it seems it, like everybody's interviewed him. And then Luke Getze, mm-hmm. you know, um, he probably, if, if Hackett's gone, it's going to have a great line into pr- being promoted to offensive coordinator. But, He's gotten some head coaching uh, interviews. I'd be surprised if he gets a head coaching opportunity, but you never know. Um, And maybe he gets a better offensive coordinator opportunity somewhere too, uh, where he can call plays. Uh, We don't know what that deal would look like, or if he would be the front runner for um, um, uh, Coach LaFleur if he does hire, but he did say he would definitely – hire internally if coach Hackett's gone. So I don't know. There's not that many, uh, you know, (laughs) candidates. Uh, I think certainly um, our offensive line uh, coach, uh, coach Stanovich Stanovich, Stanovich, would definitely get strong, strong consideration as well. Um, So it's going to be interesting with the coaching staff. So I, I, there's a lot of things at play. So just because I guess, just to sum up Mm -hmm. just because both the organization and Aaron Rodgers are saying the right things even if they both say we we want to keep this going <laughs> it still may not be right. um you know uh, working out because you still have some of those chess pieces to play out and and figure out. Um, The good thing is, is if the communication's better, at least there's some chance to try to work together and see if they can figure that out. Um, But uh, behind closed doors, they might have already decided, you know, it's been a great run, Mm -hmm. but we're going to move on. And they're just, you know, saying the right things uh, uh, publicly. So who knows? But uh, hopefully we do find out sooner or later.
1: It's just weird, man. It's weird to think. we're in a we're in a position from my perspective this fork in the road where it's kind of weird if Aaron's back and it's kind of weird if he's not back and I don't know why that is exactly other than it did feel like there was some finality going into the season uh, with how everything kind of shook out um, but maybe there's unfinished business too I, I I don't know at this point where we're going to end up
0: Yeah so Dane I I know you rightly said. It all starts with Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Is there any scenario where if Aaron Rodgers gets traded that the Packers keep Devontae Adams? Now they can franchise tag him either way, uh, but what's your read? Uh, is Devontae someone that would probably be moved uh, or would they be able to keep him in house? Um, under the franchise tag or try to work out a a deal if that's something that both parties want to do. But I do think he's another guy that at the level he plays uh, is worth a discussion as well. And it could be contingent on Aaron, but I'm curious what your read is on on Devontae Adams' situation as well.
1: I'll tell you what, if I'm Devontae Adams, which I'm not, if Aaron's not there, i probably go somewhere else. And that's no disrespect to the organization, but I think that the Packers offensively, uh, at least for 2022, would be defense, defense, defense. And then we've got A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones and a, and a strong offensive line. And that's where a lot of the focus is going to be offensively. Uh, so if I'm Devontae Adams at 30 years old, um probably trying to go and find a, a quarterback that's a little bit more established uh, from, from a team that's a little bit more wide receiver needy. Um, trust me, every team in football with a good quarterback would love to get Devonte Adams on their team. So I think it's pretty unrealistic, Wags, that Devontae would come back under his own accord. Could the Packers franchise tag him? Yes. But I think ideally, if I were the Green Bay Packers, uh, and Aaron Rodgers is, is no longer part of the organization. I'm franchising Devontae if we can and trying to get assets for Devonte Adams as well uh, and just try to stockpile picks in a 2022 where we know we're in cap hell, knowing that 2023 opens up a bit. Hopefully we have some young, promising talent. Mind you, this Packers front office pretty darn good at evaluating talent. So these draft picks I think would be going to good use, hopefully for the Packers and then 2023, see what our options are out there. But long, long answer to a short question is I think Devante is completely tied to Aaron Rodgers. Um, and and um, without Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams uh, very likely is playing football somewhere else next year.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And um, if Aaron comes back, I have a hard time seeing the Packers giving Devontae a a contract extension. So he might have to play under the tag as much as nobody really does that. uh, It's tough when you you got a wide receiver, that's going to be over 30 to give, Long term. he Devontae deserves the money every yes, set he that he could get every right same. now. Every the, I, the hard thing is, is will he three seasons from now? Um, maybe he will, uh, but uh, it's it's father time is not on his side uh, with wide receivers. You just tend not to want to spend that kind of money on right. wide receivers once they get over 30. So it's that's a that's a really tough one. Uh, but I agree if if Aaron's not back. It doesn't really make sense with our cap situation to pay a lot of money for Devontae Adams. Um I think we would probably just as you said shift those resources elsewhere and try to stockpile assets as much as possible. So Yeah, and, um, and
1: listen, Wags, Packer fans are going to say like we want Devontae, and I understand it. Oh, but for like sure. but do you want Devonte or Jair? Right. Those are the decision type of decisions. Packers might be making long term with these times of signings. And like the reality is Jair is much younger and the Packers defense, I really think is right on the precipice of something special defensively. So uh, I want to get as many talented guys on the defense as we can.
0: Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to make clear. I know there's been a lot of prognostication out there that perhaps Devontae and, and, uh, Aaron get moved in a package deal. No, I just man. don't see that happening. Um, there's going to be a lot more teams. That are in a Devontae Adams sweepstakes than are in an Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. Um, so you want to be able to leverage uh, a, a those offers and uh, really get as much as you can for both of those assets. Um, so, I, 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 and it's going to be hard to get a ton of assets. Those two guys are so valuable mm-hmm. that one team, I just don't see really, I mean, I don't know, I I could be wrong and they could open up the war chest, but um, I I think they would more likely, if they're moved, uh, get sent in opposite directions because the Packers are going to want to get as much as they possibly can back, and and that's the best way to do that.
1: Totally, totally agree. It's such a unique position to be in. We don't normally see this type of scenario, I feel like, in the NFL where the Packers uh, have the rights of a uh, uh, you know potentially four time MVP quarterback, uh, you know kind of on the back end, uh, but still has a chance to play at an exceedingly high level, um, where maybe they move on. You just don't see this type of stuff, and Devonte Adams too, right? At this stage in his career, how often do you see superstar wide receivers hit the open market? It just doesn't really happen all that often. But timing's everything in life and in the NFL. And uh, I'll be really curious to see um what the front office does this off season and i i don't want to sound wags um too overboard here but this off season in some ways could very literally determine the next 5 to 7 years of the green bay packers success it is a critical off season for the packers right now
0: yeah it, it depends if those two guys are traded are they all for draft picks this year do we have some picks coming next year but um either way it's definitely gonna have an impact and um you know i know there's a also you said at the top we're not gonna be as good without aaron Rodgers if that's the direction this goes but i don't think we go straight to the you know into the toilet not in this division we we've got exactly not in this division we've got too many good young players is jordan love the long-term answer i don't think we've answered that question i know there's a lot of folks out there that are pretty anti-jordan love I, I don't think that's quite fair uh at this point um you know um he's probably the guy that would be given the reins or the best opportunity to to take over and we would find out then yeah. if he's able to but um but we've still got a a really good offensive line. We've got two of the best running backs in the league. We've got, um, a really solid defense, a lot of young talent there. Um, we can build on that. We can put some more resources into that defense i right. 'm um, never going to predict that our special teams are going to get better <laughs> because <laughs> too soon <legs>. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I said last off season we couldn 't get worse, and i 'm afraid we probably did so uh, <laughs> it seems like it has to get better, but um there's there's uh, the point is. There's 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 other ways to build a roster other than having a top three quarterback in the league. It sure makes it a heck of a lot easier it does. when you've got Aaron Rodgers there. There's no doubt about that. And you need a good quarterback uh, realistically to be competitive or, or to be a contender. But there's other ways to get it done. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, while that will reset us a little bit, I, I think we can certainly still be competitive and, and make a run. Uh, into the playoffs at least next year. Um, and, and, let's just see how it all shakes out. Um, sometimes, sometimes new beginnings, uh, can be, you know, hard, but, uh, they can be, they can be fun too. <laughs> <laughs> so just trying to keep it on the optimistic side of things. So Dane, um, any other thoughts on what's ahead? Uh, cause I think those are the, uh, Devontae, Aaron, I mean, those are the biggest things looming. We'll get more into offseason discussion because there's a lot of other guys that deserve a little bit of discussion uh, if we follow this uh, team and this roster closely. But um, I think for me, those are are definitely the big storylines as yeah, we start off.
1: We'll be waiting and seeing with, with the Rogers situation. I agree with you, Eggs from earlier. I think that the Packers um, and Rogers come to some sort of solution very quickly. Uh, we're talking weeks. We're not talking months on this thing. Um, and, and then from there, yeah, future podcasts, I'd really like to highlight some of the young guys, um, that, that have stepped up and played good football for the Packers. I'd like to talk about, you know, some of the up and comers, um, on this roster that, that might be sticking out, you know, the guys that are like Rashawn Gary were a couple years ago where they're, they're starting to grind, they're starting their journey, and look at where Rashawn Gary's gotten. You know, I, I that kind of stuff is some of the off-season conversation. I know the Packers will be signing guys to futures contracts here as well, so some of these young guys will see who's coming back and is going to be able to compete in camp. So the off-season starts now, uh, but, you know, there's no real off-season in the NFL if you're a Green Bay Packer fan because we're going to have a lot of free agent talk NFL draft, uh, what happens with the direction of this team. And I'm, Weggs, I'm looking forward to doing another year of this with you. I wish this isn't how this season was ending, but um, I'm eager to, um, you know, um, take a breath, slow down a little bit, and then get back at it talking about the 2022 Green Bay Packers.
0: For sure. As I said it earlier, but I'll say it again. um, We're not going to be on the same schedule, but stay tuned. Keep an eye out on our social uh, we'll post uh, when we're going to be doing some new episodes uh, as always uh, hope to have some, some guests on. Uh, it's always fun to, to talk to some of the current and former players uh, along with, if we have any other guests that we can line up, uh, we'll definitely do our best to do that. Uh, really appreciate everyone, all of you that are listening, watching us. Um, it's been so much fun, Dane. Uh, I couldn't enjoy Talking Packer football uh, more and uh, even even in these difficult times, <laughs> um, Packer for life, right man? So Packer uh, for
1: life and wags. This has been the best season of our podcast. We've been doing this now three years or so, uh, and uh, this year more of you all have come out downloading our episodes. You're sharing it with friends. Uh, we're you know talking to folks, messaging us, DMing us on Insta, and Twitter, and Facebook. We love you. For that. Thank you sincerely for making this a very special season. Uh, thank you to the Packers organization for doing everything they did, but for you, the fans that tune in week in, week, in, week out, trust me, we know who you are. We love you. Thank you for doing that.
0: Yeah. And uh, lastly, thank you to our uh, partnership with uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network. Um, appreciate those guys as well. Um, so go follow them on social. They give all kinds of giveaways as well free jerseys etc so um appreciate uh being able to partner with them and expand the scope of what we're doing here so uh, i think that does it dane so sadly signing off here uh, for the evening as always be legendary and go pack, go. I know we're gonna go hard. we been that team ever since Bart start. All my cheese heads go pack, go. Ain't show with no mercy cut no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport, and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will say.